Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. We're your hosts, Austin Reams and Christy Owens. Welcome, podcast listeners, to Thomasville Insights. We're so glad you're listening to us and uh, got a great show for you lined up. One of the great events of the fall. There's so many good fall events, but this is a great fall event. It is the 28th annual Wildlife Arts Festival. And uh, get ready to uh, hear a, a long list of cool stuff to do. Um, I want to introduce, uh, I'm going to get Christy to introduce our guest and uh, somebody that we all all know and like who is uh, everywhere and does everything, and uh, I don't know how she does it, but uh, Christy, <laughs> let's get to it. Yes, that was a great intro for her, Austin, but we have Miriam Mirabzada today with us from the Thomasville Center for the Arts, and we're going to be talking all things Wildlife Arts Festival. So Miriam is the perfect person to fill us in on everything that will be taking place um, November 9th through the 19th. So welcome, Miriam. We're so glad that you could join us and sort of give us a full rundown of this activity this year. Yay. Thank you guys for inviting me. I'm excited to be here and uh, appreciate all that you guys do to make it to where we are able to kind of showcase in the fall. Yeah, we're, uh, we're excited. This is a great event for the community. And I think I know how this event got started, but um, yeah. it was always my understanding maybe it was a group of volunteers or a volunteer with the Center for the Arts that was interested in coming up with a fundraiser that maybe celebrated our area. Um and all the things, you know, in the Red Hills region, maybe that is correct, maybe it's not, but maybe you can fill us in on, on the sort of the background information of how this um, was started in Thomasville and, and, you know, its importance to the community. I love that. Yes, so um, if you are a Thomasville native or if you are familiar with Thomasville, and if not, Thomasville wildlife and the arts have kind of went together synonymously since the 1800s. Um, beautiful land that deserves to be captured forever. So um, how that turned out is the Wildlife Arts Festival board and um, volunteers, so kind of both, the staff board and volunteers in 1996, um, Robert Crozier, Louise Humphrey, and Margaret Meinhardt, along with the board and staff, uh, designed Wildlife Arts Festival to bring in the nation's best wildlife and sporting artists um, together with collectors to celebrate the sporting life through art. Um, and again, it's a it's a nod to the beautiful sporting culture Thomasville has and holds true, and um, certainly the ecosystem management that is paramount in this country, yeah. really. Um, we're, we're pretty pretty exciting. Uh, the festival started out with a beautiful fine art show weekend outside on the grounds at Thomasville Center for the Arts and inside, um, and it has turned out and it has turned into 13 events in 10 days uh, through the stewardship of, of staff and the um, boards that have come along and certainly community involved volunteers. The center has about 200 volunteers during Wildlife Arts Festival every year. So obviously we could not do it without people who generously yeah. give of their time. By the way, listeners, uh, if you would like to volunteer, please contact me directly. <laughs> we so do have a lot of uh, spots to fill. It has grown. It seems like I can remember maybe it started out just being a weekend event. And was, now, like you said, it has grown over a couple of week um, week period. Yeah. So is that just because the interest has grown? Is that because um, you guys just thought of more events to add to sure. the celebration? All of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think so. It. Thomasville Center for the Arts, our mission is to connect people to one another with purposeful creativity. So where better to do that in a showcase opportunity in the fall when, you know, you are capturing audiences that only come here a certain time of year mm -hmm. and, you know, everyone's looking for something fun to do and something to get involved in. So the center, um, when the wildlife committees created 
Um, and we just kind of keep creating <laughs> more events that sound fantastic, that celebrate the land and that showcase artists and designers. Um, the center brought in over 400 artists from all over last year, not just for Wildlife Arts Festival, but the center as a whole. Um, and then because Wildlife Arts Festival is the time of year where we do feel, you know, such wonderful support from everyone in the community and outside of the community in the Red Hills region. Um, it's a great it's a great space to kind of have a little bit yeah. of freedom to to put really fun parties and events and something for everyone. All right, well, and let's get on to the events. Now, there's a there's a lot of these. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to start with the the main one that everybody's kind of familiar with, and then then we can kind of go by order. But you know, kind of the uh, what, what's the main event, and just, just describe that for me. You, you've kind of hit on it earlier, but yeah. just tell me about that with kind of the featured event, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So it started with the Fine Art Show weekend, and then uh, we had a preview party the Friday night, November 17th this year. And then Saturday and Sunday, we have it open for families to come in and enjoy uh, workshops, lectures, activities. And um, we'll have about 70 fine artists and artisans there this weekend. That weekend. It's not this weekend. almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I'm just saying it out loud. Heart palpitations. Y'all do a lot. Yes, yeah, that is correct. And Brendan Seward is the featured artist. Um, he's been, he's come to the festival before. People who have been to the festival um, will be familiar with his work. And he comes to us by way of Zimbabwe. And his work, he spent some time at the end of quail season this year and captured some beautiful sporting scenes and some beautiful hardworking animals that he went and turned into these works of pen and ink and black and white um, that he'll have in our Founders Gallery at the Center for the Art for Sale. And then um, because of his pen and ink and his black and white work, we thought how fun if this year the preview party was inspired by that. So black and white attire is encouraged. We are not going to turn anybody away if they're not wearing black and white (laughs) attire for sure. But we did think it'd be kind of fun um, to have a a a little bit of a theme in the attire this year for preview party. And then, again, Saturday and Sunday are daytime events. So the Saturday and Sunday, the artisan market events, those are no tickets are required to come to that. Everybody's welcome. Just come come into the market. If if you do attend some of the workshops or other things affiliated with that weekend, there Mm -hmm. are, you need to register for those. You do. But yep. um, the market itself, you know, like you said, there's all t- different types of artwork there. Like you said, pen and ink yep. drawings, there's paintings, exactly. there's jewelry, there's something for everyone to come. It's, yep. it's you know, anybody in the community that would like to come um, and attend that, like we said, it, yep. that's free and open to the public. So what, what else, kind of moving, like Austin said, in order of events, I guess the kickoff is the public art unveiling, and that's taking place um, in what we call the unvacant lot, which is located down on West Jackson Street, if you're familiar with Thomasville, if you know where Empire Bagel is. It's right next door to that. But that's going to be um, a partnership that um, you guys are working with the city of Thomasville on this year. And so tell us a little bit about that. Are you allowed to tell us what you're going to be unveiling there? Or yes. So the news surprise? is out. It, it was a surprise. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, if the center holds on to something for too long, I don't I don't think it, it ends up being a surprise very long. All of us get too excited. Uh, so we are working with city of Thomasville and several other awesome partners on a public art piece that's going to live permanently in the bottom creative district. Um, and it's this beautiful uh, tree sculpture, and it'll be a set of them. And I will see, I will save some of that information. There yeah. will be a set of them. Um, and we're going to unveil those at the opening of the show on November 9th um, and have a little moment that is free to the public. It's open. We encourage everyone to come. Um, and we're dedicating the show this year to Samuel Kellett and Lee Perkins, and that will um, those sculptures will bear their names and live oh. forever, we hope, as as their philanthropy lives forever in our community um, and certainly through the festival and Thomasville Center for the Arts. 
So that's going to be a really not a not to miss event. And then um, we have a really fun sculpture that's making its way to Thomasville Center for the Arts mm. on the ground. So that'll be viewable to the public as well during Fine Art Show weekend um, on the grounds at Thomasville Center for the Arts. All right. So that's November 9th. Uh, let's go to the, the next yeah. event, November 11th. Uh, with the Red Hills Rover Rally. Yeah, so Red Hills Rover Rally, um, one day, I, I was sharing with Austin and Christy right before this started, one day, uh, maybe we'll have a bigger availability to open that up to more riders, but right now it's very limited. We only have about 40 or so cars and preferences given to vintage Land Rover um, and vintage hunt buggies that have been retrofitted specifically to hunt. Um, so they have bird, you know, dog cages and things like that. Uh, so that is going to be in the back properties of some of Thomasville's most iconic places. Um, the location of those places are only given to the people that ride on right. them. And then we have curated stops along the way. We do hunting dog demonstrations, um, live music. It's a wonderful early day. Um, it's my daughter's favorite event that we host because she said you don't have to dress fancy and there's a lot of dogs there. So, yeah. um, what's not to love about that? What's not to love about that? And then that night uh, we go straight over to Birdsong Nature Center at six o'clock in the evening and we have Whiskey in the Woods and this year we are featuring Jason Bird country music. He's fantastic. He's one of the last recording artists that worked with George Jones, so we're excited oh, to have wow. him, yeah. singer-songwriter. And then uh, Lee Pilcher Band out of Albany is also going to open for them. So it is an open-air concert, but it's also just a beautiful experience to be in nature. It is pitch black out there, so um, if you are coming out, please please have all your awareness around you. <laughs> please use bright lights. <laughs> That's right. Bring your flashlight, maybe well, something like and that. Then the, so then we go straight into what's for the community kind of a calm state, but the center really turns it up because then our 40,000-square-foot building gets transformed mm -hmm. from a place that has 500 kids in it every day to a place that has artists loading in art. And our poor facilities manager, um, Herbert Brentson, <laughs> Um, works with all of us to transform the space and take off all of our doors and, and you know, tell us what we can and can't do in our plaster walls. And <laughs> Herbert is the man. Herbert is the man. That, if you do so. not know, Herbert is the man. Herbert, I'm talking specifically to you. Uh, so we'll have artists loading in and loading out. And, you know, just for the community, if you see, you know, we have 13, <clears throat> excuse me, 13 states and three countries represented this year. Oh, wow. So we're really excited. Um, and then some of the organizations in Thomasville have given free tours of their grounds and, um, and free opportunities for them to come out and paint and do plein air mm -hmm. and things like that. So our artists do take advantage of those opportunities. And then we get into the really busy fun um, at the Center for the Arts, at the heart of it all, for the art show. Again, starting the 17th with the preview party that's underwriter exclusive. We do still have opportunities available for people who are interested in coming to the event. And then um, Saturday will be our fully programmed, every minute is programmed mm -hmm. um, from 10 to 5 on Saturday. And that's the same night as the Bird Dog Bash, too. Yep. Everybody loves the Bird Dog Bash. And that's another concert involved with that event as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. We have the Main Street, Main Street Band of Georgia coming that night, and they're going to be awesome. And the Bird Dog Bash out of Sugar Hill Barn. Um, it is a beautiful, big blowout party. It is definitely one that most people look forward to. Mm -hmm. We do encourage boots and hats, uh, but that is also centered around a quick draw auction. Um, and all the proceeds, of course, go back to the center's mission and keeping everything alive throughout the year. But the fun part about that is most of the work that is auctioned off at that event is created that day during the artisan market. Okay. So you can come by on Saturday and watch the artist creating mm -hmm. um, pen and ink work, uh, works on oil, works on canvas, uh, it's really interesting to yeah. watch. Uh, so that's going to be fun. And then if you have kiddos, definitely come to the Fine Art Show on Saturday because we're having a youth takeover. Mm -hmm. um, we have Burner Bob coming over from Tall Tempers. He's going to talk to us about 
um, the importance of uh, fire maintenance on land, and it is a big, chubby, beautiful quail mascot that we are all very fond of. <laughs> so please bring your children to see that. Uh, and we also have pet portraits happening. We have build-your-own-flower bouquets along with all of our robust artisans. The silo's popping up shop, and it's going to have yummy food to eat that day. And we are also going to have youth walkabout stations. Uh, so the Center for the Arts is bringing eco to the art, and you'll have different stations for your kids to walk in and out of um, to create works that are also kind of sink in the importance of the education yeah. of how special our land is. Yeah, and when in the in the final day, which is November nineteenth, when the, the artisan market is it will be going on through that Sunday, the nineteenth, um, city of Thomasville is actually hosting our holiday open house, and so in conjunction um, with those two events, we'll be having trolley rides downtown, so you can come downtown and do some shopping. The shops and restaurants will be open, and we'll have trolley rides that will actually take you to the Center for the Arts property, um, so you can you know ride over there and, and do everything um, that you want to see and do at the artisan market and then get the take the trolley ride back to downtown and enjoy shopping with our merchants so yeah. um it, it's going to be a, a great event and you guys do a lot of purposeful planning and, and trying to come up with new and wonderful um, activities that sort of appeal to everybody so that's you know i think there's something for whether you're young children, whether you're a mom that wants to take a workshop, whether you have a antique rover and you want to be in the rover rally, I think you guys do a great job of, of pulling um, different people and, and different demographics into this event that make it you know, really great for our community. Thank you. We have fun. We bring about 3,000 people in during those 10 days yeah. to enjoy uh, festivities, and that's local and people coming from out of pocket to come. So we're, we're grateful yeah. to be able to host it. Yeah, Definitely we, the next stewards of the event. Y'all do a, a fantastic job and just appreciate um, we're we're going to get into the why you guys do this, but just kind of closing up the interview, kind of um, let's just list these these events out one more time and, and the dates just really quickly, and then then how can we contact you guys, reach out to get tickets or things that we need to, to get to yeah. these. So start with a public art unveiling. Yeah, sure. So on November 9th, we are hosting our public art unveiling in the unvacant lot. On November 11th, we are doing Red Hills Rover Rally that morning. That evening out at Birdsong Nature Center, tickets are available to Whiskey in the Woods. November 17th, we are hosting our fine art show, Black and White Preview Party. Um, that is underwriter exclusive, and we do have those opportunities available on our website at thomasvillearts.org. Then we move into um, Saturday. We'll have Women of Wildlife Visual Art Workshop. We're featuring Heather and Kelly Abbott of South Life Supply Company. You can make your very own original um, purse from them. Learn how to sew it yourself. We are also hosting a floral workshop featuring Lydia Menzi out of Atlanta. She's going to host Thanksgiving centerpiece making, which is very exciting. Um, <laughs> Beguiled by the Wild Youth Art Workshops featuring uh, Karen Stolfer for the littles up to 12. And then for your teenagers from 12 to 17, Dave Junker is going to lead a pen and ink workshop. And then we have our Land and Lore series. That day we're going to be playing film, ecocentric. Um, and then that night we're going to go party with our boots out at Bird Dog Bash at Sugar Hill Barn. On the 19th, we have another um, floral workshop featuring Christy Holsey of Colonial House Flowers. She's incredible. Um, this year, we are doing an Ikebana-inspired uh, floral work piece, floral piece that's really on trend right now in the in the floral world. And then we also still have Begot by the Wild. And then on our Land and Lore series, that Sunday is a southeastern premiere of Longleaf Forest Forever by Longleaf Alliance. And we are also hosting Christopher Watt. Um, on the importance of land as life, and he's going to do a presentation and showcase. And at 4 p.m., we have a book signing with C.D. Clark, one of our artists that we love and have welcomed back here every year. 
So there's a lot going on, definitely. So, like it's, kind said, a, so. it's kind of a <laughs> snapshot. <laughs> uh, y'all do uh, uh, amazing work and just uh, so much we that y'all get done and do so well um, at the Center for the Arts. So uh, this last question then, uh, why do you do it? What are these funds for? Yeah, so um, just by the numbers, uh, last year, Thomasville Center for the Arts was able to engage over 18,000 adults with art-centric work. Um, and workshops and lectures and exhibitions and openings. And uh, over 8,200 children enjoyed work that we were able to put on uh, the center. I don't know that many people know this. You certainly know this if you grew up in Thomasville, but the center does a lot of its work in the classrooms at the mm -hmm. schools. And a lot of the kids from the schools go on field trips to the center to enjoy live theater, to enjoy work from renowned artists that we come in and they do immersions with. Um, so. We also have a wonderful partnership with the city school system, and we keep um, uh, the local elementary school that's located on the grounds right beside us. Um, the kids enjoy music, drama, mm -hmm. and art classes every day, all day there with us. Um, and then again, we brought in nearly 400 artists um, from all over the world this past year that were, be, that were able to engage in different things. Um, and certainly that, that draws not only to the tourism in our little community and our little 40,000 square foot community and campus with um, our partners, but it certainly speaks to Thomasville being able to showcase, you know, all the wonderful partnerships that we can do here and bringing people yeah. here through our doors. Is, is this event the largest fundraiser that the it Center is. for the Arts has? Absolutely definitely. our largest fundraiser. Wildlife definitely is a 365 mm -hmm. oh, yeah. programmed yeah. Um, yeah. festival. It's, it's, it's wonderful. an amazing festival. Uh, it's a wonderful again, time of year. I don't know how y'all do it, but oh, we I definitely fun. appreciate that y'all do. So, um, again, uh, any uh, last word here on uh, getting tickets? How do we get those? Yeah, so thomasvillearts.org. Um, if you are a social media user, check out Instagram or Facebook, and you can get the links in our bio or on our event pages to go straight to ticket buying. Um, Whiskey in the Woods is selling really fast, and I only have a small amount of tickets to sell to that event. So if you are interested in that event, I would encourage you to buy those. They're only $75 each, and that's all-inclusive. Every event that is ticketed at Thomasville Center for the Arts is completely inclusive. It includes food, drink. Um, if you're at a workshop, it includes all your tools and your kits, and you're always going to leave with something. Um, hospitality is where it's at in Thomasville, and we try to keep that going at the center. Um, we don't want you to ever be hungry or empty-handed. So... And then, again, if you're interested in our black and white preview party, it is underwriter exclusive, and that's filling up fast. We have a few spaces um, certainly left, so definitely if you haven't had an opportunity to become an underwriter, I encourage you to do so, and um, as, as well as every other ticket, and even the free workshops. Please do register ahead of time to make sure that we have enough supplies and spaces available yeah. for you. Yeah, thanks, Miriam. We Thank appreciate you. it. Was, it was a lot of wonderful information. Um, like you said, if, if you need more information about the event, you can visit the Center for the Arts website and, like uh, Miriam said, get tickets for that event and everything. But we certainly appreciate you being here today to give us a great rundown of everything that we can look forward to Thank you, for guys. the festival this year. And a couple of little announcements, um, not little, I guess, but upcoming announcements for the city. You know, we will be kicking off all of our Christmas in Thomasville events on November 19th. So we will be hosting something holiday related almost every weekend up until Christmas and another thing that we've just announced we're having a call for artists for Black History Month that will be just a couple of months away in February and so we are looking for artists to help decorate some signs that will be installed um, throughout Broad Street in downtown Thomasville the national theme this year for Black History Month is African Americans and the arts so you do not have to be um, 
you know, a professional artist that, you know, you, you do artwork for a living if, if you're someone that likes to do crafts and you're artistic. Um, any type of artist out there, um, if you visit the thomasvillega.com website, you can look for our Black History Celebration page and find the application and fill that out. We'll be, we will be selecting either one artist or multiple artists. We have 36 signs that we will be installing. So um, we're hoping for um, great participation in that, and that's going to be a wonderful addition during our Black History Month celebration in February. So we certainly appreciate everyone joining us today and listening to our Thomasville Insight podcast, and we hope that you will join us next time. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show is produced by Christy Owens. The editor is Austin Reams, and sound technician is Madison Cook. The show's music is by Pond5.com. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on social media. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you don't miss an episode. Thanks for listening.